to this episode of Turkish TV Time. Today we're going to be talking about season four, episode one, which was absolutely batshit crazy. Yet another season where they change everything that's going on over the break. Uh, and I'm really excited to talk about it with you guys. And it's a bumpin' Saturday night in my household, and I'm not drinking tea nor any kind of alcohol, sadly. What about you guys? I'm not drinking anything. I did have wine earlier, so I have a headache now because the pandemic has made me <laughs> really intolerant to alcohol. <laughs> I don't know if that has happened to you guys, but yeah. I, have, I haven't had booze in yes. uh, nine months, so probably the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't for most of the pandemic. So now when I do, it's just not good. <laughs> yeah, now I'm like, what occasion is going to be worthy of me breaking my sobriety streak because like i've been i've been offered like casual beers and i've been like no this is not the time this is not <laughs> when we break a thousand listens because we're at i was gonna say right i was now, gonna say the exact same thing listens. i do have a tiny bottle of champagne in my possession i can pop that when we get there yeah oh, we're gonna yeah. pop i like that idea there. it's gonna be great yeah what's what happened to me is maybe it's getting old maybe it's the pandemic i don't know but like now You're drinking just feels so like unnecessary because I just get really bad headaches the next day which I never used to so it's like no like there's no way and this answers every listener's question about why we're so cool and yet have a podcast (laughs) 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 oh god we are cool I consider myself (laughs) Even though I never, well, we we did go to, we did go out in Istanbul a couple of times, but we never went to those crazy clubs that I really wanted to go to for some weird reason. Next time when COVID's over, we'll go clubbing. If COVID is (laughs) over forever. Dark, dark undertones in this episode. Except you guys have already have the Pfizer vaccine. Yeah, but people like us aren't going to get it for a year. I'm definitely getting mine on Monday when the first people. <laughs> Are you in a nursing home, Eski? I didn't know. <laughs> Are you over the age of 80? <laughs> Look, we all have our secrets. Mine is just my insanely young looking appearance. <laughs> no. Um, and I had, uh, well, you two will know, Vishnu Suyu sour cherry juice. Oh. Like mm-hmm. an hour. And I-, I wish I could get that. Yeah, I wish that for you too, maybe. <laughs> Although it's Christmas season, so that means I'll be eating a lot of cherries, and cherries are my favorite fruit in the world. Nice. So that will Not make total me... loss then. Yes, you have the OG yeah. cherry. <laughs> Is have you ever eaten the real like Vishnu Suyu? I mean Vishnu sour cherries. They're very sour. Yeah. Is it like a cranberry? I don't think I've eaten straight up cranberries. They're horrible. They're really, oh, really they're sour. I don't, it, like sour cherries are not for me a pleasurable uh, dining experience. They're very sour. So probably like cranberries. Okay. And I think we're good guys, right? That's the episode's over. Yeah, I think we've really both entertained and informed our <laughs> listeners. So we can go now. <laughs> okay, good night. <laughs> So now Sophia is going to take us through what happened in this episode. Okay, per usual with this show, there were like flashbacks interspersed everywhere with the story. So it might not be the most linear recap, 
but I, I'll try to get everything in. So it starts with a horror movie kind of cell phone footage sequence where literally like it's the apocalypse. Everyone's dead. They're fighter jets um, flying over Istanbul, which I still don't understand if the fighter jets were immortal controlled fighter jets or like the government trying to take the city again. The government like quarantined them in that section of Istanbul, like all the immortal rabble rousers. So they're like surveilling them. But they can't kill them. So what's the point? Anyway. <laughs> they're just containing them. Yeah. So they don't spread out further, which as if that's possible. Yeah. I was going to say. Okay. Anyway. So then we get a wonderful cut. Well, of course, there's a bunch of dead bodies everywhere. This woman is freaking out. And she eventually gets captured by Hakan. I mean, not sorry, Faisal, of course. Um, but I guess that's further on in the episode. Anyway. Um, but basically, the city is going to shit. And there's a bunch of foreign news reports in all a bunch of different languages, which I thought was cool about what's going on. So then, of course, we go back to whatever year it is, 15-something, with Hakan and Nissan, who have other names that I can't remember. Oh, her name is Valeria, and his name is... Harun. Whatever. Harun. Harun. Yeah. Okay. Also, it's 1459. I just... <laughs> Also, Esgi is annoyed at me for saying anything. Just editorializing, don't mind me. <laughs> so they're, of course, in their, as we mentioned last time, sex weekend at that shack that somehow has a view to the Maiden Tower, <laughs> which um, wasn't built till like 200 years after. Sex but, shack! Uh, we'll not focus on that. Anyway, so they're just on, on the beach um, and he asks, like we saw last episode, like, where are we? And she's like, oh, in the city that Mehmet conquered. And I have to say, it makes it seem like they're just arriving to the city for the first time, which I guess they aren't because they're in their sex weekend and they live in Istanbul. So anyway, <laughs> so the, the remaining loyal ones, which are the tall dude with the red beard, whose name I can't remember. The lawyer woman. Oh, Sammy. Sammy? Yes. Really? <laughs> <laughs> the tall woman. The lawyer woman with the man with the top bun. Um, top knot. And the hacker, who I have no clue what his name is. And is wearing a very tropical um outfit. Hipstery. Anyway, so they are carrying Hakan in like a stretcher, like a makeshift stretcher, which I don't know how like a horde of immortals didn't see them and like kill them. I mean, anyway, of course we're not shown that because obviously they wouldn't have survived anyway. So it turns out that Sami found uh, Hakan like dead on a shore or like, I don't even know, not dead, but they're trying to figure out if he's dead and they find out, they figure out he's not dead, but he's probably stuck in the past and he's like clenching that key For, for dear life so then we go back to the old times and Hakan is walking with Nissan like entering the city I guess from their sex weekend once more um, I'm really enjoying saying that anyway <laughs> so he finds out he has this daughter whose name is Shidin and he's obviously being really weird because he has no clue who he is or like what he's supposed to do classic Hakan and this girl's like yeah I'm Shidin I'm your daughter 
he like asks her like are you my daughter but like i guess in turkish like my daughter is what you would call your daughter anyway so like i guess it's like kind of like a play on words that i can't really translate into english there, no there wasn't really a play on words she was just saying that like he's like kizim right yeah she was just like you only call me that when you're mad at me you normally call me your shidin like shidin yeah yeah, yeah but the... but like it's it's like a language thing because like you wouldn't like you wouldn't just walk up to like a kid and say like my daughter you know like in english yeah it, like yes. it doesn't yeah it, it's not a play on words but it's just like something from the language um mm-hmm. because in turkish like the you add like parts onto the end of the word like if it's my something you would add a letter at the end of the word so anyway sorry that's a long-winded explanation for something really simple anyway so he has this daughter and this helper whose name i also forgot (laughs) azim yeah okay cool so um they have to go somewhere which is like kind of i guess the hammam of that time like the hideout of that time where his daughter lives and we find out that her mom died and nissan or vizier or valeria i guess um wears this weird like veil thing and like has to go a different way and hakan says like i need to go to the golden gate and he talks about like all those things that were mentioned in the previous episode like the vultures that take time and there's like a sundial and like he mentions all these things and that guy's like what are you talking about like well he later on in the episode says like you're not supposed to know about this so anyway they go to that golden gate and hakan is trying to get to like the sundial or whatever and he like runs into an oracle in the woods which we were debating whether she i think it's the same actress but they like did old person makeup but i might be super wrong um but she's like this is my curse like i know you're hakan i know your whole life and your curse is to be in the past and you're gonna have to keep coming back because he and he also asks about the shirt and the dagger but she like gives a super vague answer doesn't she or like she's like you don't need that here or something she says that yeah she says that he's the like it's not the objects that are oh he's the med he's the talisman or something yeah yeah. okay so i don't think the objects exist yet oh that's i had not thought about that that makes sense so anyway i'm just gonna recap this like in my head because the notes are just gonna make it super convoluted so he basically says this guy like i need to get to the golden gate he's like let me just give me a second i need to figure some stuff out because they're not going to let us in obviously so he goes and does something and comes back and then hakan or like this guy hadun i mean i don't even know what to call him but anyway he like wears this like hood and says like i need money like he's pretending to be a beggar so he stops the he doesn't let the vizier's caravan go through so the vizier actually comes out of the caravan and he, Hakan says like, please, I need to talk to the sultan. I know who the vizier killer is. Because I, I mean, how can I believe you? The sultan's like too important to be caught up in all, because he says like the immortals are after this. And he's like, this, the sultan's too important to get like carried away with these like magical supernatural things. Like let's, just bring me bring me some proof and then we can talk so then hakan or harun goes to the place where nissan works like a tavern 
and she's there playing chess with um, our friend, the hipster immortal, whose name is like Hekim, Hakim or something. I think it's Hekim. Hekim Bay is what often, and Hekim just means doctor. So he's just, she's just calling oh, him Mr. Doctor. He's a doctor. Really. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Mr. Doctor. Okay. I did know that Hakim meant doctor in Arabic, but I didn't know it meant doctor in uh, Turkish as well. So anyway, they're playing chess and they're like, she's like talking about how strategic and how smart she is and how her plans are perfect. And so that's when Hakan's like, oh yeah, like she's obviously trying to trick me just like she tricked me in my life. Or I guess maybe I'm reading too much into it, but that's what I think um, happened in the scene. Anyway, so like she sees him and she's like, no, 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 you can't come in. I'm with this customer and like whatever. So she like kicks the customer out and she's like, don't worry. Like she tells this immortal, like, don't worry. It's all part of my plan. Like, I'm, like, it's all good. Like, no worries. So she then like is able to get Hakim like out and she goes to a back room with Hakan and like, he's like, oh, I came here to get what I wanted, whatever, which is apparently a kiss. So they kiss. And while she like closes her eyes, he notices that the, that her arrows are on top of like this furniture thing, closet, whatever it is, armoire. And he like grabs one of the arrows while they're making out and he like puts it in his shirt. But she then real, like counts the arrows and realizes that he like caught her. So he like stealthily walks away and someone's following him. And from like the shoots and everything, it seems like from the shots, sorry, it seems like it's Nissan who's following him but actually it's Azim who's following him and he's like you're not Harun like I know there's something off about you so Hakan obviously tells him the whole truth and we find out that Nissan was actually going after the the vizier and she somehow like managed to sneak into the palace shoot a first arrow which nobody reacted to and then of course kill the vizier with an extremely powerful arrow so, of course, um, this is like, I think they mentioned that there's been several viziers killed, like three or something. Or I don't know if they say a number, but basically it's a bunch. I'm like, now there's I think one. they said five. Five? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, they, they've killed. They're dropping like five. Yeah. <laughs> they've killed a bunch of, of viziers. And so Hakka's like, decides that he needs to go talk to the new vizier um, about this. And they tell him, like, you can't see the vizier because like so many of them have been killed that now they can't interact with the public but you can interact with this um advisor dude whose name is shoot <laughs> um uh it's the same name that he had when he had that flashback with ruya who's yeah <laughs> who like i couldn't pronounce that name <laughs> so i like when they they wrote in the subtitles like okay finally i'm gonna remember this name but i didn't <laughs> anyway so like we could i i guess maybe i thought from the beginning that it was faisal but of course then he goes near and it's faisal and he's like oh so what am i going to tell this dude now because he's faisal and faisal's like he tells him like oh i have information about um who killed the vizier and he's like okay well tell me then and he breaks the tail off the arrow which is the part that has a logo on it or like the yeah the logo so he's like, oh, yeah, I have this is the arrow that killed the vizier. And he's like, okay, good for you. Like, whatever. Peace out. Like, you young kids should mind other things. He says something, like, really dismissive. 
And Hakan's like, okay. So his friend's like, okay, it seems like you need to go into the future and bring the talisman so you can like kill these people in the past. Or at least that's what I understood. And so then we go to the future for a while. And so they're locked up in this room. The lawyer, the Sammy, the hacker, Burak, and Hakan, who's just like moving his eyes like crazy. And they realize that like if they touch the key, like it'll throw them away. But like apparently it's the key that's holding him in the past. So then his friend Azim like takes this like takes him to the sundial. It turns out that he's like in charge of the office that like does everything with time and watches and timekeeping so he like goes into his office and it wasn't clear to me if he like had the sundial brought there from the from the golden gate or like he had the sundial i think it was weird yeah i I was shocked when it was inside yeah (laughs) like okay sure (laughs) i'm sure this was really easy to move so then they like line it up that's when Hakan is able to wake up in the future and he lets go of the key. But like letting go of the key alerts Nissan, the activists, Zeynep and Faisal. So all of them actually went to the Hammam to search for, for Hakan and everyone else. And also we know now know that Zeynep like turned evil because she has this whole conversation with Faisal saying like, where Faisal's like, oh, finally you're going to get what you deserve because you're going to get control of the city and like, it's going to be all run by mortals. So we're all going to be super powerful. And like, we're not going to have the stupid burdens that humans have in their lives. And they have this whole like evil mastermind conversation, which I thought because it was a bit long for like what they actually said anyway. So they all walk into this, to the hammam. And of course they get alerted to everything because Hakan drops the key when he wakes up. So that's a pretty loud noise. So then Burak decides to be like the human bait. So he goes out and tries to like thinks that maybe talking to Zeynep will make her like not shoot him. But of course, that's not like that. And she shoots him like pretty horribly and just like kills him. Even though he's trying to say like, I really care about you. I don't know if he says I love you. He might. And he just like dies forever. After he's not a bloody donut, even though he's shot from like less than a meter distance which i don't know what happened with the bloody donut i guess they changed the props people or the stunt coordinators or something and so he dies a sad death and these people are able to get away with the key but they just like there's nothing like they're like oh we have no home we have nothing like what are we going to do now and he's like it's okay like we'll figure something out and then, like, just a bunch of, like, zombie immortals are burning every... Like, Zeynep is burning everything, and a bunch of zombie immortals are just looking as she burns everything that was in the hammam. And that's the end of the episode. Yep. happened (laughs) so now we're gonna move on into our gossip spilling the non-existent tea banter section we have a lot to talk about (laughs) i just the first thing that really struck me about this episode is this guy in the in the whole cell phone footage part 
like there's this guy who's like about to jump off a building and then he like actually jumps and the people who are filming the video are like okay what okay poor guy like what happened to him and then he just stands up i was kind of baffled as to how they did that stunt because like they showed everything <laughs> so like i do are do not that? getting the props people props right now <laughs> i refuse i'm just curious yeah this is what happened macro the macro situation is that the props people saw cloverfield and paranormal activity and all these more recent cell phone footage horror movies during the break and they were like oh shit we gotta have some first person whatever you call it the shaky first person uh, camera footage stunt i can't explain it was amazing they should get an oscar oh my god <laughs> i just you know i really felt for tolga and running girl but at the same time they were quite dumb why were they like just i mean of all the places to be like why there do you do you not have a home i'm so why were they not just hiding in some apartment somewhere yeah, exactly like there's no no one but, would find you yeah they're not gonna like just yeah exactly they're not gonna find you in a high-rise amateurs amateurs for sure you could tell by the footage very shaky yes also did you guys see that like several hundred thousand people were watching them so yeah several hundred thousand people were successfully hiding (laughs) 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 they were like these idiots (laughs) they could be watching from like another city they could i choose to believe that's not understood that it's several hundred thousand people in the same neighborhood who are like oh god God. And then Faisal gives his like speech to the camera. I liked it. I thought it was good. I'm in for Faisal with the scruff. He's so greasy, that hair or whatever he's doing. He's super greasy. And he thinks he's a badass. Like what what he says to the camera. I can't even remember. He says something like, we're so cool now taking over the world or some (laughs) stupid thing like that. And I was just like, please. Oh, I liked that. I was so in on that speech. (laughs) What did he say? It was something really dumb. It was like, yes, it's me, Faisal Adam. I'm very famous and rich. Yeah, successful, famous businessman. And then subsequently, like, he does this hand thing. He's like a secretive, like, fugitive or whatever. And and then he very dramatically yanks the camera toward his face. He's like, and an immortal. <laughs> and at that point, I was like, not even looking at him because I was so secondhand embarrassed for him and his behavior. <laughs> I thought it was great. The only thing I couldn't understand was like, okay, they finally have all of these goons that Eski has been asking for this entire time, right? Entire series, yes. Why aren't they like? He enjoys yeah. the good life. We know this is someone who enjoys a fancy restaurant and a nice bottle of wine. Why are they not like nice sitting bo- in a lovely room somewhere directing all their goons? I don't understand. <laughs> That's a great question. They should be drinking their fake ass looking wine. Yeah, they should be <laughs> drinking wine, sitting in a cafe on the Bosphorus with the breeze blowing in their hair, not in some like weird carnival square murdering people. <laughs> Wait, were we recording when I clarified that? Well, I think we've already discussed that shopping malls are uh, like just a very big thing. We had a whole history section on shopping malls. Right, right, right. But were we recording in this episode already when I clarified that they're in a shopping center 
with no. okay, with a weird amusement park like right in the middle. That's I mean it's strange, but I was not surprised by the changing scenery throughout the chase scene because I was like, oh, it's just the mall with a weird amusement park in it. Okay. <laughs> so it I mean, they were right. Like that was a very creepy place when you put a bunch of dead bodies in there. Yeah. Yeah. Also, what was that other part was also a shopping mall? Like that street? Yeah, the big like that whole thing is like it's like uh, the outdoor. It's like an outdoor shopping center, like like out in the open. But I mean, it's within its own area. Obviously, like there's probably a parking mm. structure adjacent to it. But it's uh, yeah. So I'm not clear what part of Istanbul they're in actually, because I thought all this was going on. In well, it's possible that when they quarantined them, they closed off not like the old part of the city, but geographically, I have no idea where they are. Because it's not in the old part of the city. There's nothing like that. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like it's probably a newer part. Yeah. So my question is, are these, I mean, are they being, okay, so do the goons have a murderous instinct? And, but they I have think free so. will, or they don't have free will and they're being all simultaneously directed to Good kill? question. That's and this confusing. was very clearly explained by the hacker guy who we don't know his name, who said, and I quote, it's different from the mind control thing. The end. Oh, <laughs> oh really? <laughs> so now it's like that. just perfectly explained and no one needs to worry about what's going on. But but they, they do go into that with Zainab because like it seems like Zainab has some sort of she they definitely will. But at the same time, it's she wants like to kill It's like they everyone. just implanted little, like, demons on everyone's shoulder. Because, like, they're still themselves. They're not, like, zombies. But they are just doing crazy shit for no reason. I didn't get that guy in the mall who was like, no, no, don't shoot, don't shoot. Gets shot in the chest. And then he has a gun, too. And he's an immortal. And he shoots the other guy. But then the second time, the, the guy with the big gun comes out. And he's like, no, no. So why? Why are you saying no? They're, they're both immortals, yeah, I think. It was very confusing. Yeah, they were being such goofballs. Like, you're both not going to die. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, that, that was confusing. They're really hyper zombies. The, yes. That whole zombie thing is extremely confusing. Yeah, and also, like, so the virus was in the water, but only people who were infected got the vaccine? No, the virus was never the issue. The virus was just a virus that kills. The vaccine, anyone who chose to get vaccinated is is what made them into these zombies. So this whole show is like an anti-vaxxer message? (laughs) Yes, not... This is an important time to remind our listeners that you should get the COVID-19 vaccine when it's available. Please. Please. You should get every vaccine possible. We here at Turkish TV time are very pro-vaccine. Yes. yes. And end the disease, madness, poverty, and chaos. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> On <to> and off. <laughs> but you might get turned into a zombie. Hey, I always say if I get a third arm from the COVID vaccine, I can use it. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you worried about it? <laughs> yeah so should we talk about Zainab yeah I don't understand what's going on like I just (laughs) I understand that she they like couldn't really figure out what to do with her this season I guess but to make her like just an unthinkingly evil person who kills the man she loves but at least she's badass again 
Because she, like, remember we were talking about how she became a really boring character? So you prefer her to be an evil murderer than to be a little weepy at her boyfriend's bedside? Yes. (laughs) I'm not going to say how this all pans out, obviously, because that would be a major spoiler. But I will say that at this stage of watching this show, when I was first watching this season, I thought that she was playing the long game, a long con with Faisal. Like, I thought Mm. that... Okay, Brock obviously horrible that she had to kill him, but she did it not because she got any enjoyment out of it or wanted to, but she had to do something extreme to gain their trust. So I think, again, when I was first watching this, my thought was, okay, like, this is awful. There might have been a better way to do this, but she's doing it ultimately to further the protector's cause. So at this point, we'll have faith in her ultimately. But how how does she counteract the vaccine, though? strength of character like yeah like if our if our hypothesis is that it's like a little demon sitting on your shoulder telling you to do bad stuff and you you listen to it and you do it but you still have free will then yeah strength of character would work if it's literally mind control then. okay but it's not literally mind control because faisal wanted her to prove herself right yeah it's free will but yeah i feel like it's not I was th- I was actually thinking about the whole like our favorite subject like the blood magic of it all cuz like her so they needed an immortal's blood and they needed the protector's blood to mm-hmm. make this vaccine. So I'm very I'm just like curious about cuz like for just to make the immortal you just need immortal blood. You don't need protector blood. So I guess like the protector blood like makes you less mind controlly, makes it less glitchy also Maybe. or yeah, could it glitch solves the glitchiness that's what I, I heard no glitches so it makes <laughs> <laughs> but it, it would it would make sense like given the glitchiness that happened before it would be interesting if there were glitches because that would allow for like Zainab to be a character again Zainab's definitely a yeah. character this season <laughs> Well, but like be herself, I uh, guess. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, worried about her. But she also, looks great. I really liked that top she was wearing. That's true. Well, she at least changed. Like <laughs> Nissan is just going to wear that outfit for the rest of the oh, season. Oh my God. Did you see that fucking tank top? Not even tank top, like bralette oh, like that a, she's wearing. It's not a, it's like a corset. It's like a, like lingerie. It is lingerie. It's dark on the cups and then it's just black lace on her stomach and it doesn't look good. Yeah, the leggings also don't look good. I accidentally watched the the start of the previous episode and they do like a close-up on her and I just hated the leggings. I hate them. <laughs> I think I said it last time, but I really hate them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, also this episode brought two really interesting things. The first... It revived my theory because her name is Valeria. She's Greek or like not yeah, she's, Turkish. Yeah, yeah, she's, yeah, yeah, big time. So my theory could be true after all. Who's <laughs> like a, a secret very Muslim name though? True. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, but that's because he's undercover. But she's a leader though. Valeria is the leader. Like Muslim as Christian, <laughs> then yeah. we can all be undercover. <laughs> <laughs> She also like very weirdly covers her face. Do the other the, do the other immortals not know she's with the protector? 
or like do they even know there's you mean, a like when she when they were going in through that gate and she covered her yeah no i think that was because yeah. like women weren't allowed to be there or like they had to um, rules about how they could they had to cover when they were going outside. oh well they do say that but they say i thought they said it about the building wherever they're going yeah but it, to leave the child but she did it as soon as they crossed the threshold into the mm. I, I think that area was like somehow restricted but then when when hakan goes into the tavern and the immortals there she like hakan does see hipster dude but hipster dude doesn't see hakan oh yeah that's true and she doesn't want him to see hakan as well right Mm -hmm. i but i thought maybe that was something to do with like um sleeping with a man who's not your husband kind of deal but do immortals have those sorts of ethics though well, no, I'm sure they don't. <laughs> I didn't think they care. I don't know. Now you can't think about how they mate. It's gross. I don't want to think about it. No. They're so gross. We don't know what's in there. I've said this before. Actually, for a second, I was like, maybe this is an alternate reality and Nissan is human and they actually have that kid together. Ah. But then the kid's like, oh, when my mother died. And then it's like, no, okay. I'm hoping that Shirin grows up to be the protector. I was going to say, either she continued his his line, or he uh, he had some more babies. <laughs> also, what is his profession? Like, when we all, first had the flashbacks, <laughs> I assumed he was, like, a very high-up, important general guy. Yeah, he's like a soldier. But he can't even, like, fucking, he has to pretend to be a beggar to see the vizier? There's a plot hole there. There's a plot yeah, hole because, remember, in one of the previous flashbacks it's the sultan who's like you are the protector or yeah. like you are whatever i think this is what's happening because this precedes 1459 precedes even the existence of the talismanic objects i think the way he's come into this timeline has so kind of disrupted the fabric and this is maybe a good segue to our history section too of like how <laughs> disrupts things future events i think it disrupted the fabric of the prior flashback events so drastically that like Harun has Harun slash Hakan has to come up with a whole new way to gain the attention of and an audience with the Sultan because I think in the prior timeline you know without any time travel effects the Sultan through independent sources became aware of the immortals being like this like part of a conspiracy to kill right you know, take- and then chose his favorite general yeah but this is like i mean some alternative timeline almost like i don't know okay. why like his profession and everything has completely changed but i got this like the way i rationalized it and maybe i'm doing a little too much work for the screenwriters here but the way i rationalized <laughs> it was that they by entering the timeline like at such an early point in the whole thing he has to essentially make it happen now but again i do think part of it is that but most of it's a plot hole <laughs> yeah i think it's, it's a huge plot yeah. hole um because also at least then he would have to be a general like why would he like change him being a general know what his job is either like yeah it seems like he's he literally has got nothing going on yeah like it's very good except the giant sword yeah <laughs> yeah did you like hakan's little make out bait and switch trick no. uh she definitely like noticed there was no way obviously yeah, yeah she did also um they changed the the hair piece did you notice that did they no they completely changed the hair thing like it What's used to different? be kind of like 
it used to be some sort of like stick like it used to be thicker like now it just like starts here oh like it used to start here i think he has a receding hairline. <laughs> no, now the braid starts like here. Because like, <laughs> I guess he shaves this part off as well. Oh my god. And it's much longer. Like when he wears a turban, it's much yeah. thicker. Yeah. Or he has like a turban fake wig thing. I don't know. <laughs> also, Sammy, I think I have to talk about this because this is your favorite thing, of course. But Activist Girl has like such a coach like did you see the fringe jacket she's wearing oh my god and booty shorts <laughs> it's coachella for sure oh she's the worst like she, she made the instagram for nissan <laughs> yes she did <laughs> like she's, she's the same kind of basic but like coachella oh basic. my god that's so true <laughs> she's like every she's... time she kills someone now she posts a little selfie on her instagram hey <laughs> kill count I really liked the reveal when when um Hustrev was Faisal like I didn't see that coming at all really when he turned around I was like yeah that's awesome and then it was like obviously yeah yeah I was gonna say that's what I thought but I thought maybe that was just me no I totally fell for it oh okay I did not at all I knew He's very successful in all walks of life. I'm very impressed by him. Yeah. Although you would think that if he was like a rich, influential guy in 1459, like he would literally own the entire world by 2020. Yeah. Time value of money, baby. Yeah. True. True. But also they probably had to, I mean, they have, they probably have some scheme in place. Cause like, I don't know. Well, if my theory works, they could be like Janissaries or something. Like it could be Devstudement if they're Christians. But of course, like we know that that's not true. Like there's been a lot of proof that that's not true. But that would explain the very Muslim name though. Because like they had to obviously convert to Islam. I think you're right. That would be a cooler storyline probably than the (laughs) truth. I think we should write our own show and submit it to Netflix. <laughs> well, the truth is disappointingly simple, guys, compared to all the threads you're spinning here. Hakan's big plan is to kill Vizier again, the same way that happened the first time. So thank God for Awesome being It's just like the intelligent the, the fact that he stopped the little, you know caravan tour bus whatever with uh, the, the <laughs> actual visit and like went to the went to his residence i guess or where, wherever it was that hustrev was and just like raving about knowing who the the vizier killer is it's just so <laughs> not low-key way to approach it and meanwhile you're like sneaking around still trying to make sure like you have access to valeria when like I mean, would, just grab her and take her there, like at this point, because you're screaming about it and like making yourself known to everyone. <laughs> it's such classic Hakan. Such a poor way to do it. Yeah. What it's... did hammering the sword do? Oh, he's gonna look at it in the future and be like, "Oh, there's a dent." Dent. <laughs> Is that Wait, real? So- future Hakan doesn't remember any of this. No, no, he does remember, but he's trying to see if something he does. Affects his, the like, future. Sleep time travel actually affects the future. Oh. 
We should probably watch the butterfly effect so we can better understand <laughs> time travel. Yeah, sub episode on that. <laughs> I hated that movie. It was just too much. My brain hurt. I mean, same with this like stuff. Like this episode doesn't make my brain hurt just because I feel like they conveniently all the problematic parts of time travel. Like, where is actual Harun? I'll say this again. Like, (laughs) that's my WTF. Is like, does the actual consciousness like sit this one out, and then (laughs) Hakan's dumbass consciousness (laughs) inhabits the body? I don't get it. Yeah, I wish that Harun came to the present day. He'd be fucking useful. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I would have much more enjoyed Hakan in his like 2019 clothing, traipsing around um, Istanbul, <laughs> like people accusing him of witchcraft for looking the way. He <laughs> no, but I think I I think definitely the body, like his body is in the in the present. So Harun's body is Harun's body. Well, obviously because of the scars and everything, but like the the real question is like where is his brain yeah yeah it's so it just i've never i don't know if i've seen it like that like where i don't it's a representation of time travel where it's that where you're like the time travelers occupying the body yeah and displacing the consciousness of some past actual figure yeah it's really weird complicated yeah well speaking of which Yes. We could move into our history section in which we will talk about time travel. Yeah, so where's Harun? That's my question. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Wait, I have another question. What's okay. that for? Those ruins and stuff. It looks really cool. Where he meets the Oracle, there's like all these ruins and stuff. Oh, IDK. I don't know, but they really sprung for that smoke machine. Yes. <laughs> it was a good investment. So you think they're fake ruins? I want to cry. <laughs> there's like ruins every like you walk two feet. There's a new set of ruins in Turkey, but I don't know. It's anything famous. It looks like it's in the Belgrade forest. <laughs> yeah, every. I mean, literally they filmed the whole... Okay, again, one of my other pet peeves about the show. So how is this forest so close to the city? If it's the actual Belgrade forest, like it's really far from what the city was at that time. So they couldn't just walk there in five seconds. Yeah, that is absurd. I, I completely agree with you. The- and if it's just the rest of the city that was the forest beforehand, like, okay, fine, that's more acceptable. But then why is the Golden Gate in the forest? Because the Golden Gate is is where the Yedi Kule is, right? So, like, why would that be in the forest if that fortress already yeah, existed? Probably, I, think you're, I think they probably filmed it in Belgrade, but I don't think they're actually in Belgrade. Like, in, like the show setting that they're in, it's probably in, like, modern day, yeah. you know, Besiktas or something. Yeah. or something. Yeah. But, like, my question is, though, they're going, like, they're going to the Golden Gate, and the Golden Gate is, is Yedikule, which is in Fatih, right? Or something? It is in Fatih. Well, so how old is Fatih as a neighborhood isn't it pretty old yeah like yeah that synagogue was there since 1492 so like definitely it was there (laughs) I'm just angry because it wasn't it wasn't a forest they wouldn't have had to go through a forest yes but magical things don't happen on street corners I don't know the neighborhood probably wasn't like a perfect like rectangular square where there were ins and outs part of it wasn't but it was the forest, though. 
no, I'm saying like it it might have not been like settled. Like it might have like yeah, yeah, yeah. Might have been infringing on parts of it. So they're like taking a shortcut through the forest or something. I don't know. I mean, I guess, but still, I'm gonna continue. <laughs> I also, that. also just want to like revisit the beach thing. I really think there was a beach there on the sex shack shore. <laughs> not the beach anyway. Do you also think the Maiden Tower was there in 1549? Or whenever? 1459. Hold on. No, I, I already Wait, Googled it. Was, it. Wasn't, it because, wasn't it part of the fastenings for the chain? No, I already Googled it. It's It was in like in the 1700s they built it or something. But there was a there was a wooden tower there in 1110 which is yeah, when the chain was stretched. Okay. There was also a tower in the same place that held the Byzantine garrison in 1453. So, I mean, I, no, I don't think it really would look like, but... I'll concede that there was a tower, <laughs> but it wasn't that tower that they showed in the episode. No, agree, <laughs> agree. You guys are ridiculous. The Byzantine garrison spent a lot of time sunbathing on the beach. That's what I hear. <laughs> Why would there not be a fucking beach there? I'm just like, ugh, anyway, I'll, I'll drop it, but. But it, isn't it really <laughs> deep? Isn't it like, I don't know, because I guess maybe this isn't, this is in my head and this might not be true. But from what I remember, like that beach that people in Boazice went to was like on the Black Sea because the Bosphorus is just like, there's no coast like it's there's just like it goes been straight down <laughs> there's like there would have been sand there would i mean it's like a shoreline everywhere like but there's like there's certain places where there's like i mean there is a shoreline but it's like a, a steep like no it just very, goes very the deep of, the the amount of like urban engineering that's been done on uskuda is ridiculous like it's they filled okay. in progressively the shore so I, I can't, I mean, there's no reason in my mind that there wouldn't be, like, erosion uh, nor, like, natural erosion yeah, yeah. back then before concrete. Okay. Anyway, you can edit all this out, Sammy. I just feel very strongly about, <laughs> one, there's definitely waves on the Bosphorus, and two, there could have been beaches. Okay, now that we've settled the very contentious beach <laughs> issue, we are going to move on into our history section, where today we'll be explaining time travel. Go ahead, Sammy. I think you did all the research. Yeah. I'm so excited for this. I'm a huge nerd. Okay. So the first, there's three main types of time travel in stories. The first is single continuum. So that's like one loop. You can't ever change anything. You're just recreating the future that you're from. So the best example of this is Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, where they go back in time, but they're only doing actions that they already happened in their timeline. You know what I mean? They're, it's all the same thing. You can't change anything. Um, and it's super complicated. And J.K. Rowling has famously said that she wishes she never entered the realm of time travel because it was so confusing. The second type of time travel is fixed points. So for this, we can think about Terminator. Basically, 
very important events in time are immutable, but you can change small things, small interactions, stuff like that. So they always send um, John Connor or sends people back in time to try and stop the machines from taking over the world, but they're never able to because that event is fixed in the timeline. Then the third type is infinite alternatives or alternate universes. So um, every time you do something in the past, you change everything irrevocably and you send off another timeline running parallel to the one that you're from where things are different. Um, so examples of this are the Star Trek reboot, X-Men Days of Future Past, and that one makes the most sense to me. Like that seems the most likely, like if you're doing stuff in the past, it should change something. But there's actually been new research on this in the year 2020, guys. So this research. is really exciting. Oh, please continue. Yeah. So there's this thing called the grandfather paradox. So think of yeah. Back to the Future. When you go into the past and you, let's say, kill your grandfather, then you don't exist. So it's like a paradox. How could that possibly happen? It doesn't work out. And it doesn't work out mathematically either. So Einstein's theory of relativity should be prove that you're able to time travel and there shouldn't be a paradox. So people have been working on this grandfather paradox in academia for ever since the theory of relativity. And this year, a physics student at the University of Queensland in Australia proved the math theorem that shows that if you go back into the past and change something, things always self-correct back. So there is no grandfather paradox. So um, the example of that would be if you sent someone back in time to prevent patient zero with COVID and you prevented that person, let's say you murdered them before they could catch the disease. What this math says is that you would catch it or someone else would catch it and the same thing would just keep happening. You can't actually change anything. It kind of always resolves back to how it wants to be. So it's like the fixed point option of the three options you laid kind out? Kind of, yeah. It's like you really can't change what's already happened that's so interesting and this bodes very poorly for our buddy <laughs> Hakan. except that's not not what uh, except that's not what's gonna happen because then there would be no plot exactly exist in movies forever exactly but that makes a lot of sense because like like covid came from some sort of like animal or something so like if that first person didn't catch it like that second person would catch it anyway because right. it was still gonna right. develop like still it. the virus was developing within the animal or whatever that passed it on to the human like the human was irrelevant and something has to happen to bring the time traveler to the point where he or she travels back like cause... right exactly so the point it the that's exactly what it is so the proof that he did is that like if you went back to kill COVID you and you kill COVID, COVID would never have happened and you never would have been sent back to kill COVID. Yeah. Which is the grandfather paradox. Damn. Sammy, what do we even do with this now? I don't know, but I thought it was super interesting. But what does that like mean about like parallel universes? Does that have anything to do or not really? Because like there can still be parallel universes, but you just can't go between them. If you go by like what's been proven, then I think, yeah, you're when you time travel, you're not creating parallel universes. Maybe they already exist, but you're not doing anything by time traveling. Okay. So like, 
you don't have any agency when you travel. Like, you can't change anything. You can just go. Right. You can change things, but you can't change the outcome. But what about you? Like, your consciousness? Like, what happens? Because, like, now you know time travel exists. Like, how would that affect everything else? Because that in itself is already a big change for that person. Hmm. Well, you, yeah, I don't know. You got to not tell anybody, I guess. It's like the prime directive in Star Trek, which I'm sure you guys know. Like, the, they will kill you because if you, because that's the way the universe will self-correct, by killing you off somehow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> My personal favorite time travel movie is the Star Trek The Voyage Home, where they go to 1960s San Francisco to save a whale and bring it back to the future because the aliens are destroying the earth and only a whale's song is the only way they can communicate it's a great movie that sounds precious and also like the greatest <laughs> plot ever <laughs> i really want to watch it now what is it uh, what's it called star trek star trek the voyage home it's from the 90s it's great okay. it's on the list now was it made like at the same time as like free willy <laughs> i don't know <laughs> sounds like it. I think Sophia's right. Sounds like it. I hope they didn't use like Tilikum as a stunt whale or something. Oh, oh. one would hope. Too soon. <laughs> no. I was so traumatized. Like, even just saying the name scares me. I, I'd forgotten about the. the... <laughs> and now I remember. Blackfish. Yes. <laughs> okay, but this then- is not a blackfish type scenario. It's very wholesome. The whale's very happy. It has a mate. <laughs> It has yeah, but what mate, whale did say. they use? Like, what I whale did like they a use? A humpback whale or some shit. I don't know. Oh. No, poor whale. Yo, this is crazy. So I'm I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for time travel, and I hadn't even thought of this as being a thing to consider when thinking about time travel. But the fact that we haven't met or encountered time travelers from the future in our time, so it's it's a variation of the. Fermi paradox which refers to I think aliens so like the idea that they existed we would have already seen them or they would have Mm -hmm. already visited us um, if they were really like smarter than us or whatever so this is like the time traveler variant of that so why aren't there just a ton of tourists from like hundreds of years from now uh, away from now so I didn't even like that as a thing (laughs) so this is like I referenced it earlier but the prime directive in Star Trek is that if you encounter society that is pre-space travel Mm -hmm. to other galaxies, then you don't interfere or interact with them at all. So that's my theory for why the aliens haven't contacted us yet because we're not technologically advanced enough. Oh, so we like couldn't even like understand that they were here or like, well, we could, but they don't want to interfere with our society. We're too barbaric. I see. Okay. So, like they don't want to disrupt our timeline so that everything gets fucked right 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 we're very sophisticated that's rude of them but so the time travelers must have to pass like ap history for the year that they're going to and then get their outfits on and then go (laughs) interesting so we now know all of this but we still haven't solved where harun is (laughs) the whole i mean this is not a kind of time travel um 
trope or scenario that you've outlined, Sammy, the replacing the consciousness of another person. I know. Mm. I'm sorry. There's just There's no oh. way to explain it. <laughs> I have a theory. Maybe it's inside the key. And that's why he let, oh. let's go of the key. Harold's soul is inside the key? Yeah. That's never, never explicitly explained, but I like that explanation. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yes, we're again doing two but, here. <laughs> yeah. But again, like then what's confusing about that whole time travel scenario is so when Hakan goes back to the present, the I'm assuming because we haven't seen this yet, but I'm assuming the past storyline like is on pause. Because what if Harun goes it back and's like be. oh and then Azim is like, oh yeah, this crazy dude said that like he was from the future. You know, like it would yeah. be it would create so much chaos. Yeah, it has to be on pause. I guess he's just like physically disappeared with the and, like, little butterfly lights oh, or whatever. So gonna have to revisit this exact point by the end of the season. Ugh. And like Shidin would be like, Dad, you forgot you were my dad this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so dumb this morning. <laughs> also, linguistically, oh, is Hakan just like speaking really convincing Ottoman Turkish? Are they? Are they just? They're not even trying to speak. Ottoman no, Turkish, they did. They did one thing. They switched. Um, so there are a, a few ways to say important. So they used an old timeier word for the word important, and that was like really the only change in it. Uh. What was the word? So muhim is the word he used. So it's a, like an old, or like it's people still use it, but it's less common than uh, unemne. So he he uh, he was asking when he was asking Shidin about if she saw his shirt and his dagger, and she was like, "Oh, were they muhim?" And then he was like, "They were muhim." And then she's like. <laughs> So we learned that the child actor is the only one actually trying to portray the period. <laughs> yes, basically. Yeah. Well, also, the, remember they changed the immortals' names. Like Faisal um, is whatever. I, I'm forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to let you. Wait. Oh. You can figure it out. <laughs> I just said it. Oh no. Harun? No, Harun. I literally is... 30 seconds ago. Kusrev. Kusrev. I'm sorry. I have a really hard time with that name. As I no, I was just funny because I said it and then you were like, oh, what is it? And I'm like, I literally just said it. Sorry. Idiot. Me. It might um, also cut out if I, I don't think I have the greatest internet. And then Ruya had another name, which. I will all, never Javidan. remember, probably. Oh, Javidan. I think they must take a gen. This is my explanation. They must take like a generation off from like being out in public because, like, otherwise everyone's going to remember. Like, there's always going to be some contention of people who's going to remember them. Oh my God. <laughs> the cat has eaten Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. She's so sweet. And then, do you think there were Swiss banks back in 1459 and Swiss bankers? Probably, yes. Suits? I think they, I think they helped fund Stonehenge too. I think they've all. Okay, good. So they could keep their money there, and like, even though they're changing names, they can still keep the money. But that thing, the, um, the whole um, bank thing, 
that I read when I was researching about Yedikule, because that used to be the old treasury, like when they first conquered the city. So, okay, I'm not going to go get into it again. But no, obviously that part of the city was not a forest back in those days. Whatever. <laughs> Sophia, I'll get over it someday. Why would you go back to that? It's okay. I'll keep I'll keep dying on my bill. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we ready to move on from time travel? We are zipping back to the future, and now we're going to do our favorite section, which is what the fuck, which I think we should have a lot of candidates today. I can go first with my first one. This is maybe my favorite what the fuck ever, so get ready. When Hakon is needing to get the attention of the vizier and for some unknown reason pretends to be a beggar, he takes the money before he starts talking. Which was the most what the fuck thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, why the fuck would he take the money? He needs it, though, probably. He doesn't have a job. He's he's actually begging, I think, and wants attention. Oh, my God. And he has a daughter. He has enough money to maintain that hairstyle. So he has some He probably does it himself, though. Hashtag fund Harun. Hashtag. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like the Vizier would have taken his point more seriously had he not taken the money first. I would have taken all that gold, that Vizier gold. And then (laughs) had my little tank on the road. (laughs) Let's see. My next what the fuck is... um, Oh, when they're showing... Vizier suiting up post makeout scene to go and kill the Vizier. She puts on her like arm length leather gloves before she ties her hair back. Yes. Like any female with long hair who's worn gloves and then tried to tie their hair knows that that is just not how you do it. Mm-hmm. That was wild. Wild choice. I didn't notice that. But w- what I was hoping to see on the screen was like a scrunchie. And like that, that, <laughs> that exists in the fourteen. That would be awesome. <laughs> Look like she tied her hair with like either just more of her hair or a ribbon or something. It feels like she just kind of like swirled it around yeah. and stuck it in her hood. I don't think she had any tools helping her. I was really hoping for a scrunchie. That would have been awesome. Yeah, but probably like a lot of that leather that they use, um, like for Hakon's pants and for her gloves. Like that leather is too polished for probably the kind of leather that they had back in the 1400s. Yeah. Like, especially someone of Harun's very limited means. Yeah, he's begging, begging for that gold in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> um, what the fuck, Zainab, for shooting Barak? Like, you know, that needs no explanation. That was horrible loved him and he was so sweet and she loved him too and she would have never prophecy? shot him it wasn't the prophecy that she would kill the man she loves yeah i was gonna say Ooh. she fulfilled the prophecy finally nice i didn't even think about that but now who's gonna have the protector's kids 
We really, I don't. I really just don't feel like Hakan's like gene pool needs to be expanded. We bring Shiden into the future. He has. Ooh, that would be a cool ending. Of the future. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a super cool ending, actually. But I doubt yeah. that. Um, and then my last what the fuck is Hakan's coma acting. Just oh, all of the eye movement. <laughs> I share that. What the fuck? I didn't even know I did. I didn't even think about it, but I agree with you completely. That was so weird. I don't think you can properly move my eyes, but yeah, that was intense. It's like the whole like the most REN sleep anyone's ever had. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I think mine was for one, okay, the guy jumping off the building and getting up. That was like, what the fuck? How did you do that? I was just trying to figure it out. <laughs> that was quite confusing. Um, I think the shootout that you mentioned earlier, Sammy, was also extremely confusing. But my conjecture was that they, like, each one didn't know the other one was an immortal. But the guy who was screaming on the ground also didn't know he was an immortal. true (laughs) my other what the fuck is well how did they even move with like a stretcher like Hakan Uh passed out through like a zombie horde that's a good one and where did they get the stretcher from and why did they think going back to the home base that all the villains know was a good idea that they've invited like Vezier into Well, and why there. why didn't they close the elevator with a lock or were something? Were they just hiding in a bedroom? <laughs> yes, they, yeah, they literally were. just closed the bedroom door. And it worked. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, why but couldn't they have gone through the concrete tourney door before they got there? IDK. My other what the fuck. Um, well, I also, it's weird that Sammy's beard is so red when he's a brunette. <laughs> that's confusing it looks like I guess he it's henna's natural. his beard, beard to me yeah. like our, what'd you say I, said, I was gonna say our sammy does not have a beard excuse me so i know <laughs> <laughs> okay i mentioned this one before we started recording which was um like why are they burning everything from the hammam and then when did Hakan and Zainab get that picture because like weren't they fighting the immortals this whole time like when did they have time to take a picture Okay, also the, the flashback scene with Nishit when he just like dies. Oh my He's, god. He's like talking and then he dies. I that totally so forgot to mention that. <laughs> and we get the shot of Hakan's first major freak out. <laughs> yeah, he's crying. That was classic. And the hospital bed, don't never forget. The yeah, hospital. Never forget. That's never truly forget. like they make you think that what he's thinking of in his mind is Nishet, but what he's thinking of is God. I really <laughs> wish I could spend a night in the hospital bed. <laughs> would make everything better (laughs) oh my god God. and then okay what other what the fuck do i have i don't think i have any more but well also like them being like we don't have a home anymore like literally the whole city is zombies they could just like break into any house and like make it their house or like same with camera i don't know beginning like why you out on the street (laughs) well didn't they also have houses beforehand like Sami and the lawyer and the hacker like where did they live previously even Nishit's house like the the yeah yeah that was that was a really good house for uh, someone 
in the Grand Bazaar as or my just friend like has steal a fucking boat and row to Russia or something. Like get out of here. Or a car. A car. And outrun the zombies. Well, except they all have like really advanced machine guns and stuff. Where did they get all those guns? <laughs> oh my god! Well, now that you're on a roll, you're never gonna stop. <laughs> like Mazar had, like Mazar stole them. They were in those giant conta- shipping containers from like four seasons ago, and then <laughs> now they're being used. I think that's me for now. I, I mean, I hope so because I truly have nothing to add. There's so many. There's so many there. But I'll evolve them for both of you. I have nothing. <laughs> also, did, did chess exist in yes, 1459? Yes, chess yes. remember we did a whole section. <laughs> okay, sorry. I guess I was just watching The Queen's Gambit and then I read the Wikipedia page for chess again. But then I didn't remember because it started in like Iran, but I don't remember when. It's, it's, it predates like almost every other game. Okay. I'll take it. Fine. Also, the, how do you say checkmate in Turkish? I thought it was weird. Like, Shah, oh yeah, Shahmat. Shah. Okay. Yeah, Shahmat. Mat is mate. Yeah. It's, it sounds very similar. What does Shah mean? Or is it just a like a? I mean, it's, fanatical. I think it comes from Persian, but it's just like. Oh. Shah also. Means oh, I did. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I did read that. Yeah, because Shah is like the king, and then that makes sense. Um, yes, chess act- years active circa sixth century to present. Now, I don't know if okay. the pieces would look quite as modern as they did. Yeah, they probably were less. <laughs> they didn't even sculpted. bother to buy a rough looking chess board off of the, uh, the internet. They were like, yeah, here's a chess board. No, but they did try because the, the chess board at least was like leather, which makes sense. Oh. But the pieces were quite elaborate for also for like a shopkeeper and like some random doctor <laughs> mr doctor why would he be a doctor <laughs> they don't get diseases that makes well, no he's sense he's like an expert in like in diseases to give diseases to people he could just easily cover up killing people oh yeah. so he's like an expert in like human disposal Emma's the scientist of the group for sure because in the present timeline he was also the one developing the cricket plague the crickets yeah yeah that worked he out also so looks well. so much more attractive without his weird hipster garb yes true all right did we do it i think we did awesome so thank you guys so much for listening we dedicate this episode to our poor dear lovely burak who was so loyal and did not deserve the end that was given to him We also hope that he doesn't come back as some sort of zombie because that would be very unfair. Next time, we will be talking about season four, episode two, and I'm sure finding out what's happening to good old Harun. I'm sure he's fine. He's just trapped inside the key. They're going to go do like a really fancy zoom into the key and he's going to be like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like in Black Mirror when they remember they do the like they clone your consciousness and they put them like inside a machine or whatever. Yeah. Like in the Miley Cyrus doll and stuff. So like that's where Radun is. That actually makes a lot more sense now. Everything makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, like I said, you really did all the work for the screenwriters. We're never going to show any work like that about that. We're not. We're just not going to know. But we'll take that as the explanation. <laughs> all right. 
thank you guys thank you all so much for listening and we will see you next time